0: Going Linux, Episode 333, One Installation File, Many Linux Distributions. Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information, and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. In today's episode, One Installation File, Many Linux Distributions. Well, Bill is not joining us today, mainly because in his new house, he's got a few problems with electricity and internet connection, which makes it very difficult for us to first communicate and secondly, record an episode. So uh, Bill won't be with us today. Uh, if he were here, I'm sure he'd mention the new book that I have out entitled Using Ubuntu Mate and Its Application. This book is a little less of an introduction and a little more of a deeper dive into how to use Ubuntu Mate. It's a bit longer book and goes into a lot more detail, as I said. Take a look at our show notes for a link to the book on Amazon. Now let's dig into our episode. Well, For as long as Linux has been around, or at least as long as multiple Linux distributions have been around, there's been this age-old questions of why are there so many installation file types like RPM and DEB and tar.gz and so on on Linux when Windows and macOS can do it with one single file type or at least seem to be able to do that. Another way to word this question is, why can Linux distributions not agree on how to install an application? Well, I'm not really trying to start a flame war here. Seriously, these questions illustrate when you have a hundred developers working on an open source project like Linux, you probably have a hundred different opinions on how things should work. Even simple things like these generate many opinions. In which directory should applications be installed? Where should dependent libraries be installed? How should the need for two different versions of a library be handled? And so on. The fact that we have all of those various opinions has given rise to different projects that establish different standards and different file types for installing packages, like RPM, DEB, etc., What we need is a single software packaging standard that allows all Linux distributions to use the same installation files. Three projects have taken this challenge on very recently. The bad news is that now there are three more standards. The good news is that each of these three has a plan to make a single file type that can be used to install a software package on any Linux distribution. I'll be describing these new software package management systems, snaps, app images, and flat packs. With each of these packaging systems, one software application and its dependencies, that is libraries, icons, fonts, translations, etc., are bundled into a single installation file. Most of the Details of this episode come from a few articles that we'll link in the show notes that we referred to in researching. First, we'll take snaps, which were created by Canonical for Ubuntu. And here are some of its main advantages all libraries and dependencies are included in the package. That means there's no issue with dependencies. It also allows us to have more versions of the same program available from within your operating system. Snaps are using a modified app armor to keep the applications and your software secure by sandboxing the applications. Snaps also allows incremental updates of the applications. And lastly, the main drawback of snaps is that software can only use libraries included in its package. This is potentially a security risk as the author of the package needs to keep all the libraries patched and updated. And you'll see in a moment, this isn't the case with all of the other new packaging systems. So far, snaps can run in Ubuntu, Arch Linux, Fedora, Linux Mint, CentOS and Gentoo, at least according to our article, and things may have changed since then. In addition, they're designed for desktops, servers, phones, Internet of Things, and for routers as well. Now, for Flatpaks, the developer of Flatpaks is an employee of Red Hat, Alexander Larson. The Flatpak approach has the same advantages of snaps, no issues with dependencies, and they have applications that are sandboxed. Unlike Snaps, Flatpak uses SE Linux instead of AppArmor for sandboxing. Another difference is that Flatpaks can use not only libraries included in the package, but also shared libraries from any other Flatpak. Flatpak software is currently available in Arch Linux, Debian, Fedora, Magia, Solus, and Ubuntu. It is focused on desktops only. And finally, app images. Just like with Snaps and Flatpak, an app image is a downloadable file for Linux that contains an application and everything the application needs to run that can't be reasonably expected to be part of every target system. App image programs are not sandboxed, though. They don't require root access to run. This, I would think, is a bit of a disadvantage for app image. App images should be able to run on Arch Linux, CentOS, Debian, Fedora, OpenSUSE, Red Hat, and Ubuntu. Now, let's dig a little deeper into each of these approaches and how they work, at least a little bit deeper. Snaps. Uh, Snaps is a software packaging format that bundles software, including its dependencies, into a single package. The SNAP packages are installed into their own directory, separate from where the deb and RPM or other packages are stored on your hard drive. That design ensures that a package does not cause any clutter on your system and so reduces the risk of breaking the rest of your Linux system. Because SNAP works on multiple Linux distributions, including Debian, Fedora, Arch, Linux Mint, CentOS, Gentoo, and so on, and of course, Ubuntu and many of, of its derivatives, such as Kubuntu, Lubuntu, Ubuntu Mate, and many others in that family. Um, according to the articles in our show notes, validation for Red Hat Enterprise Linux, Elementary OS, OpenSUSE, and others isn't quite complete yet, but it is ongoing. As I mentioned earlier, snaps provides a secure packaging mechanism. The installed packages use AppArmor to work within an isolated system inside of your Linux operating system. This limits the security risks that come with many of the other traditional software packaging systems. The developers of Snaps have the Snapcraft platform to easily bundle their software into a single package that works on different platforms, such as mobile PCs, servers, and Internet of Things devices, IoT devices. The main objective of SNAPS and all of these new packaging systems is to do away with difficulties in the packaging process around creating packages for multiple operating systems and to improve the handling of the updates by users as compared with the methods we've used on Linux forever. Digging in a little bit more to AppImage, AppImage works in a similar way to SNAPS. An application and all of its dependencies are all in a single file. And just like with snaps, the rest of your system remains unchanged, and it also offers greater security enforcement on your system. You download each app image and then make it executable. Then, if you don't want to leave those app images in your downloads folder or downloads directory, then you can move them to home.local slash bin or home slash bin on CentOS and Red Hat Enterprise Linux and Fedora. When you log in, the script home slash dot bash underscore profile is executed, and this script adds the home slash dot local slash bin and the home slash bin directories to your path. And so any executables in those folders will run simply by typing in the name of the application or in this case, the name of the app image on Ubuntu and Ubuntu derivatives. When you log in, there's a script that is home slash dot profile that's executed, and this script adds those same two bin folders to your path with the same effect. With app images, any other location works too. For example, a USB thumb drive, a network location, or a CD-ROM, but then the app images won't be in your path, so you can't simply type their name into a terminal, but have to use the full path or use the file manager to navigate to where you put them and launch them from there. App Images can run on any Linux distribution and can run from any location. The articles in our show notes make the case that App Images are the Linux equivalent of portable apps that are so popular on Windows and macOS. And now for Flatpaks. Flatpak also lets you install and run the same desktop application on multiple Linux distributions. You can even run different versions of the same application with different Flatpaks. Just like the other two systems, Flatpak is designed and built to isolate applications from each other and the rest of the system with an emphasis on system security. According to the articles we used for research, Flatpaks are packaged together with all their dependencies into a single bundle of runtimes and a collection of shared libraries, which are shared by multiple apps on the Linux system. This means that you don't have to worry about updates when your distribution version changes. There are more details on each of these packaging systems in the links in our show notes, and if you're interested in creating snaps, app images, or flat packs, there are details there for that as well. In summary, the main goal of all three packaging systems is to develop a distribution-independent applications installation format. They all focus on isolation of the working applications from each other and from the rest of the system. Their implementation focuses on improving security for a user's operating system over traditional systems, which actually alter the system upon installation. They intend to make it easier for you to install and update any application on your system. They also help reduce the workload on developers who want to develop applications for use on different distributions. In today's environment, Ubuntu seems to be in the lead. AppImage and Flatpak may be at a bit of a disadvantage since they seem to be establishing their significance only on desktop Linux distributions. With Ubuntu's marketing power and presence beyond the Linux desktop, Snaps may have a significant advantage over the other two. Another indicator that Snaps is pulling ahead is that Ubuntu Mate 17.10 will not only have the ability to install snaps from the repositories, but will also be the first distribution to ship a snap package pre-installed with the release. Only time will tell whether one of these will find its leading position in the marketplace, or whether we'll have yet three more standard ways of installing applications on Linux distributions. I hope it's the former and not the latter. Anyway, check them out, try them out, since they're available now, and see what you think. Our next episode will be Listener feedback. Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast Google Plus community. Until next time, thanks for listening.